Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Do you want to talk about science and technology, Bryce? <laughs> That's pretty much all I talk about. Well, you're either talking about business or you're talking about science and technology. Yeah, I'm either a businessman or a scientist. I take turns doing both. Are you into aeronautics? Of course, airplanes, yeah. space. <laughs> I, was just, uh, I was reading that Walmart is going to expand their drone delivery program into six states. It doesn't matter which ones because we're in Canada. It doesn't apply to us. Um, but they say you can order something from Walmart and for a $4 delivery charge, it'll be at your house in 30 minutes via drone and it can be up to 10 pounds. And 10 pounds is like 10 hammers. Can you imagine like all of a sudden it's raining hammers? Yeah. The, the drone has a whoopsie daisy and is dropping hammers oh, from the sky. Oh my God. Or worse, it crashes in your neighbor's yard and he has to come over with your super embarrassing Walmart purchases. And he's like, hey, Bryce, are these your extra small condoms? They landed in my yard. Extra small, huh? <laughs> I am shocked that it's only a $4 charge to have drone delivery service within a half hour. I know. That is... So wildly unnecessary. Because if there's one place that's not hard to get to, it's a Walmart. They're everywhere. And there's always a ton of parking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People camp there. There's so much parking. Yeah. But I could see some benefit. You know, you're having one of those lazy Friday nights and you just want a giant tub of gummy worms. You know those things they sell? Yeah. Get that air delivered to you. <laughs> the future is now. It'd be, like everybody would be looking up. Oh, boy. I see Bryce is into the gummy worms again. <laughs> It's just, oh, ice yeah. cream, really? You need ice cream at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday night, Bryce? I think you've had enough chips over there. Yeah. Yeah, what's the discretion here? And I hope everything comes like in a, a bag so you can't see what people are buying. I hope so. It's it's so weird to think, like, how many drones are going to be in the sky in the future? Like, the, drones will be crashing into each other and falling. That's how hammers are going to get spilled in your backyard. Don't they have pretty wild propellers, too? Like, what if that thing is setting down, putting your hair dye, which mm -hmm. everyone's like, oh, my God, she dyes her hair blonde? Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's setting it down on your front steps, and all of a sudden, a curious neighborhood cat gets a little too close to that <laughs> oh. drone, and boop. <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Jingles. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I am... Seeing red. I'm so filled with rage right now. Is this about sports? No. Oh. Although that is making me see red. But this is, I was telling you last week, I have a detached garage in an alleyway. Oh, yeah. And last week, some world-class scumbag dumped a big, big flat screen TV that clearly doesn't work anymore. They dumped it on the side of my garage. So they made you their problem your problem. Yeah, and it's yeah. not like you can just throw a TV in the garbage and they pick it up. 
Yeah, now you have to find a vehicle big enough to take it to a dump or an eco station or something. Like, I'm not even sure it would fit in my car. It's that big of a TV, and I would have to be the one to properly dispose of it. Yeah, and there would probably be an expense to exposing of that TV, to, or yeah. to disposing of that TV. It's going to cost me time and money. Hmm. This person just dumped it, and I'm having a hard time dealing with it maturely. Why I, don't you have a neighborhood raffle and uh, just raffle off it? You don't have to tell people it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Win a TV for the playoffs. It's big. It's already been out in the rain. It's oh. Covered in bugs. Have you plugged it in? Do you know that it doesn't work? It doesn't have any cables or anything attached yeah. to it. I just like, it's taking all of my willpower for a multitude of reasons to not take a nine iron and just go to town on that screen. One, I think it would be very cathartic. Yeah. Two, it would show my frustration with the situation. You could shoot pucks at it. Yeah, I could fire some clappers at it. Oh, yeah, because you had a mean clapper. Oh, yeah. But then you still have to get rid of the carcass, which, yeah. Then I saw the other day I was leaving the same alleyway. That TV's been there. Like, I don't want to deal with it. And I'm assuming it's the same. They dumped an old barbecue in front of uh, the neighborhood mailboxes. (laughs) Oh. And, like. I'll bet you it's the same person. It's getting to be close to the end of the month. Bet you they're getting ready to move. Yeah. You're probably going to wake up one day with a, a new box spring and mattress behind your garage. There's, oh, my God. That would oh, set me off. Gross. There's a couple houses in there that have a lot of junk on their mm-hmm. driveway, and I just like, I just assume it's them, and I just want to throw it over the fence. Go throw it onto their driveway. They won't even notice it's there. That was my big mistake is I saw it, and I was seething with anger and didn't deal with it. But now it's been there for too long that I feel like everyone has seen it. So if I were to shove it onto someone else's driveway. They'd know, oh, that comes from Bryce's house. Yeah, and they're all going to assume it's my TV. And oh. This is the worst thing that is, I don't want to be dramatic. Mm? Worst thing that's ever happened to me. Really? Worst thing ever. Probably the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody ever. Even worse than childhood polio? Yeah. Wow. I don't want to compare apples to oranges, but yes, this is worse. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. So you had never heard of the whole Dave Matthews band river incident? No, I had not. I know of the band. I did not know about this charming incident. <laughs> it's got its own Wikipedia page, which is fantastic. The Not the Dave Matthews. The incident itself has its own page. It it's was August 2004, Bryce. So disgusting. This is almost 20 years ago, and it's still, I remember it like it was only yesterday. So Dave Matthews Band are playing a couple of nights in downtown Chicago, and they have all their tour buses down there. And one of their tour buses goes over a bridge over the Chicago River, and whoever was driving it decided, oh, this will be a great spot to unload the septic tank. Ooh. 800 pounds of human waste <laughs> raining down into the Chicago River. But what's that? Oh, there's a tourist riverboat tour <laughs> right underneath. <laughs> and needless to say, they had to pay out like $300,000. This is all according to the Wikipedia page. $300,000 worth of settlements. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? You're a tourist on this boat. Your neck oh is my- craned upwards to look at the beautiful skyline. And... Like the sky's blue. Why is it raining on me? I've got pink eye. <laughs> That's so disgusting. So That's a bad day at work for that tour uh, bus driver. And it's funny. Read the Wikipedia page because they they couldn't tell who was driving the bus or whose bus it was. So 
They went to some, I don't know, like a gym, and they had some security surveillance videos. So the police got that. They got some other. They managed to figure out. They got the license plate number, and they tracked the bus down to the Dave Matthews Band and pinned it all on them. How mortifying is that if you're Dave Matthews? Oh my God! <laughs> so that's a pretty bad day at work. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Who was the poor guy? that had the worst day in the world at work yesterday. I saw this story. It was like five or ten seconds long. It was on Global last night. Um, a guy driving a truck. I think it was on the west end of town, just coming onto the, the white mud. And he's driving a commercial truck, and the whole back of the truck was just like hundreds of buckets of white paint, and the paint spilled all over the road. Like hundreds of gallons of white paint all over the white mud. And I can't find a picture. I can't find a store. Did I hallucinate this? Is there still white paint all over the road? I imagine there would be. But the news footage, I felt so bad for the guy driving the truck because he's out there just like in his clothes, basically with a paper towel trying to wipe up hundreds of gallons of white paint. Then there's another guy. He's got like a shovel that you might shovel green with. And he's shoveling paint back into the buckets. There must be a mark on the white mud. There must be some uh, some evidence. Can you see it? Uh, maybe we should talk about the one time you had a terrible day at work. Maybe you spilled hundreds of gallons of paint on a major road. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, I tried to find it online. You can't find it either, hey? No, I would love to see photos of it. I missed it. Uh, that's a, That is a bad day at the office. And if you're not from around here, White Mud would be about the busiest road east to west in the metropolis that is Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. It's a, oh, it's maybe a freeway the, that runs right east to south through the city. Yeah. Uh, widely used. Uh-huh. Very busy. And to spill loads of paint on it. Oh, my God. Oh, and then have to stand there and clean it up. That'd be the worst. Everyone's um, staring at you. Jason, the happiest man in the world, is on the phone. Are you, Jason, you drove by right after the paint spill happened? Well, I don't think it's paint. It's drywall. It was it, on the pails. It said texture. So okay. I think it's like the stuff for spraying the ceilings, right? Yeah, somebody else just texted and said, no, it was pails of drywall mud. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. It's everywhere. But just the the picture, the footage of the guy, it's like he was covered in it in his jeans and his T-shirt. And it's like he oh. was trying to mop it up with a with a jacket yeah. or something. Oh, and the guy with the shovel. Oh, my goodness. That was because I think that was a city worker because there was a, a, a EPS truck and then a city of Edmonton truck with the lights like the arrows telling people to go around. Oh, and then the guy with the shovel. Yeah. The guy with the and, shovel wins, though. Like, he's just sort of like, why am I even bothering? Yeah. Oh, it was, it was such it. an Eeyore moment. Woe is me. I guess I'll shovel the paint. I felt <laughs> bad for all of those guys. Like, not only are you having the worst day at work, it's like, boop, there's global TV with a camera. <laughs> In your face. Now you're on the dinner news. Yeah. What a day. Unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah, apparently City of Edmonton trucks had to show up and help clean that up. Oh, that's just salt <laughs> in the wounds. It's still like, it's like when you fall on some ice and the worst thing that can happen is someone coming up and being like, oh, my God, are you OK? Yeah. Like, don't acknowledge my my mistake. 
Don't yeah. acknowledge my humiliation. But at the same time, it makes you a horrible person to not acknowledge it. I don't know. I know. It's a conundrum. It sure is. But then for this to happen Oof. and then to have the city workers have to show and help you clean up, you're like, oh, jeez. Uh, let's talk about the worst day you ever had at work. Remember a few years ago we talked about, didn't somebody call in and they were working for, I believe it was WestJet. I was going to say I remember one about a plane. It was Christmas Day and they were trying to push a WestJet plane into a hangar. They either didn't have the door open wide or something clipped the, uh, clipped a wing. They did a ton. They put an aircraft, a commercial jet out of commission with their oopsie at work. Yeah. That that was a rock solid one. (laughs) I don't think they were fired, though, were they? I don't know. I can't, I can't remember. remember. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. So we're just sharing stories about the bad day you had at work. Uh, when I worked at Montana's back in the day, I dropped a 20-liter pail of coleslaw in the prep area. It exploded everywhere. Even worse, the manager slipped on it while she was yelling at me and broke her elbow. Ooh. I didn't get fired, though. D. Oh. Okay. Broken elbow. That makes me shudder. Uh, oh, this one. Worst day at work. Years ago, I was working in the kitchen of the Hillcrest Golf and Country Club. At the end of the day, the deep fryer was drained into a large bucket so the fryer could be cleaned and the oil strained. In the morning, you had to make sure the drain was closed and pour the oil back into the fryer. Oh, no. I emptied a huge bucket of oil into the fryer but forgot to close the drain. Gallons and gallons of cooking oil emptied onto the floor before I could turn it off just before the breakfast rush. It was everywhere. I would imagine getting that oil on the ground. It'd be like cooking oil. Like it would always be slippery for the rest of time. Yeah. Have you ever spilled a little bit of cooking oil on the, you know, your kitchen counter? It takes you a month to get that off. One of the reasons, and there are many, but one of the reasons I'm not a server is because I live in fear of the dropping drink a tray of drinks or mm-hmm. soup on somebody that's a bad day the garner andrews show with bryce kelly podcast we're talking about the worst day you ever had at work hello hi hi oh my god i got through this Ooh, is amazing yes. i've never gotten through ever you win nothing <laughs> nothing oh you know what i was just looking out the window we just gave away the last 75 foot yacht so i can't even give you that Oh, darn it. Is this Gardner? Yeah, yeah, it is. Who's this? It's uh, it's Sarah. Okay, Sarah. So you were talking about the worst day ever at work? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What I ha- ran over a CC, a carp saw, a you laser. Want, hang on a second. Hang on. Go back. You ran over what? Okay, so I work in water and sewer. So a CC is how your water works in your home, like before the whole home the shut off, you know? Okay. So I ran that over and a jerry can and a carb saw, which is like $1,400 and a laser and, and a $5,000 rotating laser. Hang on. That was all in one day? That was all in one shot. I just reversed. I was trying to move a machine that I never worked before. Oh, man. And I crushed everything, and I got fired on the spot, and Ooh. it was a really sad day. Hang on. You just, dumped, you just jumped into the lead because you got fired on the spot. Yeah, I did. Right after running everything over, I was canned. <laughs> Home time. <laughs> and, and the funny, the sad thing is my son worked on our crew, and I don't have drivers, and the boss came, and he's like, hey, man. Yeah, you gotta drive your mom home. I was like, oh my god, no! Uh, Worst day ever. Okay. 
Thank you, uh, Sarah, if that's in fact your real name. Yeah, that's a good one. Anytime you get fired on the spot for a mishap at work, that's rock solid. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, This person, no, they didn't give a name. I was helping move a customer's custom-ordered living room window from the truck to the site. Dropped my end. (laughs) Worst day at work ever. When you drop a giant window that you're taking off, everybody knows you dropped the window. That doesn't happen silently. That does not happen in a vacuum. This one says, back when I was, or back when there was a buffet world, I was a server there. I was bringing drinks to a table of eight, spilled an entire bottle of Corona on a guy right on his shoulder down the front of his shirt. I thought for sure I was going to die of embarrassment, but his table erupted in laughter and he took it with grace. I told the bartender and she was like, oh yeah, those have a very unstable base. I was not fired, but I did pay for the replacement beer, Angela. You know what? Uh, I'm sure that that was horrifying for you, Angela, but that says so much about a person's character. When they don't explode on the server that spilled the drink or the soup. That's a person I respect. Uh, One more. Why not? Picture this. Walking from one building to another at my work complex in minus 35 degrees, only wearing a light sweater and gloves, I slip and fall down a couple of steps, shred my patellar tendon, and cannot move. I have to literally scream for my life so someone hears me and I don't freeze. Someone luckily is nearby and goes inside to get help. The whole office came outside to watch the chaos. A fire truck arrived, then an ambulance. Up I go on the gurney. Spend seven days in the hospital over Christmas waiting for major reconstructive surgery. Then spend three months in a non-moving splint. Then another six months in physio. Then into an extensive rehab program a year later. Knee still doesn't work quite right and gives out on me every once in a while. But I have a wicked-ass 8-inch scar complete with pin marks from all the staples. Annie. Yeah, that when you wipe out at work and everybody comes out of the building to watch, that is not a good day at work. You're listening to The Garden Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Lori, who calls himself Sonic's oldest listener. It's always good to hear from Lori. He's on the phone right now. Lori, you want to talk about your worst day at work? Ever? Lori? Lori? I, uh... I derailed a train in Lethbridge. Hang on a second. You derailed a train. You just jumped into the number one spot. Oh, yeah. No, I was, uh... I was a front-end brakeman for the CPR back in the 70s, and we were coming in from a run with a really long train, which we had to split in half to bring in the yard. And uh, we were bringing the second half in, and... The engineer was in a hurry, and I ran out to get the switch, and I got the wrong switch. And uh, the engineer goosed her, and uh, as he starts to pass me, I see the uh, the wheels come off the tracks, and I see those, uh, you know, the railway ties, how thick they are. Them bloody railway ties were breaking like toothpicks. <laughs> I was scared to, oh, scared the crap out of me, and I'm giving the stop signal, and I'm yelling in the my speaker thing to stop, and the two uh, the two engines come right off, and I mean it's just unreal watching these railway ties snap so easily, and they uh, it 
closed the main line down for two weeks because they had to bring a special crane in to put them back up. <laughs> oh, man. But, so, and, no, and I, no trouble. And I'd only been on for three and a half months. I wasn't on long enough to take the full blame. In fact, they gave me none because of all the things everybody else did wrong. So none of this went on your permanent record? Uh, no, I've got a total copy of uh, of the of it. My re- I was interviewed by the you know the railroad executives and by the police and <laughs> and I got a copy of all that. And, uh, but uh, no, none of it went on. I got no demerit points. Was what they got a whole bunch of, I guess. Okay, so Lori derailed a train, shut down the main line for two weeks. You're the new clubhouse leader on worst day at work. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.